Welcome to the Learning About Dogs podcast featuring Kay Lawrence. I'm Sue McGuire. Today, we're talking about adaptions to build resilience. What do you want to build? We're talking about um, engaging with our learner. What is it that you want to build in a dog's so-called approach to learning? Approach to Well, the, the approach is my indicator that they are ready to learn. Yes, so I've said I have got freshly cooked chicken. Would you like some? And that face tells me, you just let me know what I'm going to be doing and I'll learn it and I'll learn that chicken. And then during that moment where they say, I'd like to learn something, I'm going to have already decided, I've made a plan of what I want them to learn. And that is the shaping part. That is where we shape what they learn. We could use some sort of guidance. Um, I could maybe put my hand on the dog in a certain way that asks them to move this way or I could use the cup on a stick to ask them to follow that that would be how I shape that learning and then they earn the reward so the gap between wanting it and getting it is where the learning is going to happen and I will guide that learning with all the skills and assistance I can so that what they learn is exactly what I want them to learn I don't want them to just try and guess what they've got to do to get the piece of food. I don't want them to make several tries until they, they hit the right one. This is not, not, it's not a gambling game. It's a, if I follow the guidance, I will get that reward. And then gradually over the repetitions, I start to withdraw the guidance that's closest to the reward. So there becomes a bit of a gap between I'll help you, I'll help you, I'll help you. And there's the reward. And just that last bit, they go, oh, no, I know what's coming. You don't need to show me all the way. There it is, and I've got the reward. It could be something simple like going in off to bed or um, jumping up onto a cushion or something, yes, or putting their feet on something. You know, to start with, I would teach them and guide them all the way so that they are successful. They carry out the behavior with the correct format for that behavior. And then I'll start to withdraw the guidance so they complete the last bit by themselves. And then once they show me they can do the last bit, I'll start to draw that guidance out. I'll fade it away, fade it out. You often talk about building resilience and curiosity in the approach. Well, not in the same sentence, no. No, okay. (laughs) Well, they're different different things. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So in resilience, in the approach? So resilience is the ability to bounce back when something didn't work out as you expected it to. But now, I mean, as, as, you know, whatever job we're doing, whether we're trainers, teachers, coaches, guidance, counsellors, whatever we're trying to do with these dogs, shapers, we're controlling what they're likely to learn. We need a lot of resilience because often we just have to go, "Mm, that didn't work. I need to take a step back and work out how to do it differently. So resilience is the ability to go, I'll try this. If it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. I I have other options available as opposed to if I try this and it doesn't work, well, I'm not going to do anything else. Mm. That's a lack of resilience. So do we want to build up resilience in the dog? Absolutely. But this is done in the way we offer their success. It's not about asking them to fall down and get up again. We're asking them to maybe take one extra step towards something or try a different route or adapt what they've just learned so that they have more um, a broader range of opportunities to actually gain the reward so that they can 
they can step laterally to be able to get to the reward instead of just go straight to it. So I might be teaching the pup how to go to his bed, yes, or go to a mat that's ahead of him. And we'll ask him off to bed, he goes off to bed, excellent, come, get another piece of food, off to bed. And as I'm placing the food for him to come and collect it, it might just go behind a chair. So he's got his piece of food from behind the chair. Oh, it's not a straight route now back to his bed. Hmm. How am I going to get around that? Maybe if I go around this way. Yep. And he will work out because I won't have put it so difficult that he can't succeed. Just a little bit of a challenge to get back and repeat that behavior again. And he adapts what he's learned to be able to do it a slightly different way. And I will keep working on those adaptations to build his capacity for resilience. So that even though you don't get success first time, you know, when you're setting up a new computer, you go, yeah, I know how. And they go, oh, no, no, no. Because you only set up a new computer once every five years. <laughs> you lose your resilience because you become successful in everything you do. And then you go, this has changed. I don't know how to do it. I'm going to have to get somebody else to do it for me. Or have you got that resilience that you go, no, no, I know how to work out how to get this to talk to the printer. I can sort it out, no problem. Check one, check two, check three. And that's you having confidence and adapting your learning and experience to a new situation. I think what I was confusing is the approach is not a single event. It's actually the whole process being building. It begins, yes, yes, yes. yes. And it's not just a physical one. It's a, it's a mental process as well. Right. Right. You know, sometimes you look at a, a situation, you go, well, I'm not ready to tackle this yet. I'm mentally ready to approach it, but I just want to do some preparation first, or I want to do a bit more research before I approach it. The approach is a, is the um, sense that I desire that reward. So approach is present. Information on courses offered through Learning About Dogs contained in the episode notes. Thanks for listening. Yeah,